our text this morning, I have 20 minutes, God will help us. Our text this morning is in Philippians chapter 3, and I'll read two or three verses. Philippians 3, from verse 12. Not that I have already attained, or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Verse 13 says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. 14. I press forward, I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. But the Lord bless his reading. Please let's be seated. That was Apostle Paul that was addressing the Philippians. He was sharing his past experiences, and I believe that he was also, I mean, I believe he was going to give, he gave him an advice about life. I'm not sure they even asked him for that advice, because he was locked up in prison when he wrote that letter, but he decided to advise them. And I also want to pray this morning that every one of us will be careful, those who advise us, those who speak into our ears, because never know the kind of advice that you get. Because many people just walk up to you and they want to advise you. That was exactly what Apostle Paul did at that time. And very quickly, I'll just talk about three things that Apostle Paul did at that time as we move in this journey of, of next level. I don't know when it's going to be over, but the Apostle of the house says that when a season of next level. From that that I read now, those three verses. I want to, number one, you cannot afford to be discouraged or you can't afford to stay discouraged if you are to move to the next level. You can't afford it. Apostle Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the Bible, wants me to remind you this morning, as he told the Philippian church then, that in spite of all that he had done there, that he was not there yet, that he hadn't arrived at where he was going, he said he was not perfect yet. That there was a destiny ahead of him. That there was a goal he was going for. That, I mean, he looked at the ladder and he realized there were so many steps to climb on the ladder. That so, because of that, there's a next level ahead. Whatever you are going through now, you can't afford to stay discouraged. You just can't afford it. Maybe you feel you're stuck, that you're on the treadmill. You know, on the treadmill, you are moving. It's just moving. You're not going forward. You're not going anywhere. Maybe this morning, you're like, that treadmill, on that treadmill, just motion, but there's no movement. It doesn't matter. You can't be discouraged. Or perhaps, so much drama, pain, discouragement around you. You are crying. Yes, cry, but don't stay discouraged. And for some of us, you had your goals that... Before September 2018, we'll stop renting. I'll have enough money to move into my own place. But no savings, and it's not adding up. Or even your mortgage, you assume that you'll be done paying your mortgage by the end of this year. Unfortunately, all you're servicing is just the interest. You can't still afford to give up. The dream job you're trusting God to give to you they won't even call you for the interview. And they called my 14-year-old son for interview. 
and you are still there. They didn't call you. You've been praying that I want to marry. These things are happening. And Pastor Wale came again and said, next level, and you are stuck. Even when you come to church, the team you belong to, they pull you down. They don't encourage you. All those discouragements are coming. Discouragement is a part of it. It's a way of life. It's part of life. It even comes when you are consistently doing the right thing. But again, you can't give up. You can't walk away. You have to walk through it. As you go into your next level, you cannot walk away. You have to walk through it. That's what you have to do. Walking through it. Because it's a part of life. It's a transit that you are going through. And I have a word for you if you are discouraged. And that word is in Deuteronomy chapter 31. Deuteronomy 31 in verse 6. That in this journey, as I move forward, this particular verse came at a time when the children of Israel were very discouraged. They were on their way to the promised land. But all of a sudden, so many uncertainties. They were discouraged too. But in verse 6, it says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. He is the one that will hold your hands. He is the one that will encourage you on that journey. And I'm here this morning with those same assuring words to you. That as we go on, you can't have your head down. You have to keep walking towards your goal. Joshua had a similar experience. He had an assignment ahead of him. But of course, he was discouraged. But Joshua chapter 1 verse 5, the same thing happened. And he was reminded that no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As he was with Moses, as he was with, Joseph, with Joshua, that same God will be with you too in Jesus' name. And if it has crossed your mind that Pastor Foluka is just quoting from the Old Testament, Romans 8.31 tells you what? What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Please turn to your neighbor this morning and tell them, take a step forward. That in spite of all you are going through, God is with you. That in spite of all you are going through, God is with you. And like Paul said in verse 12 of that particular scripture I read, and I have the message translation that says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made but I'm well on my way. Say to your neighbor too, you are also on your way. Please turn to your neighbor that you are also on your way. Your current situation is not a reflection of your future. You have an assignment. Jeremiah 20 verse 11 says that the Lord is with you, the mighty awesome one. So always remember, the mighty awesome one is with us all in Jesus' name. So the first one we cannot afford to remain discouraged. Then secondly, for us to go to that next level, we have to let go of the past. We have to let go of the past. And how do you let go of the past? You know, having a good memory, being able to recall things that happened in the past is a plus. It's very, very good. It's a blessing, but at the same time, it's a problem. Because your memory is so good that letting go becomes a problem. But whether we like it or not, we have to let go of some things in the past. 
Philippians 3 verse 13 that we read in the Amplified Version says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own. Yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind me and reaching forward to what lies ahead of me. Next level is about what is ahead of you, not what is behind you. That's what I understand by that. So some of the things or the thoughts that we have to let go, some things will come to our mind, but you and I have to choose to neglect it. You keep thinking about it, but we have to choose to neglect those things behind us. You have to believe that the thoughts that's coming to you is inconsequential, that will not take you anywhere. You have to assume that those thoughts are just lies of the devil to keep you in one spot. New level means you and I are going somewhere. Like I said, having memory is very good, but at the same time, it could be a problem to you and I moving forward. Isaiah 43 verse 19 says, I'm about to do a new thing. God says, do not perceive it. Which means that, you know, he has been doing things in the past, but don't you perceive what he wants to do? He was telling them, yes, it's okay to know that all things have happened to you in the past, but you can't remain in the past. So to move forward, we have to let go of some things. So again, please tell your neighbor that to enjoy the next level, you have to let go of the past. Please turn to your neighbor again and tell them, to enjoy your next level, you have to let go of some things. And there are some things that we have to choose to let go. And what are those things? It could be some friends that they are holding you bound. Because you don't see where you're going to. And they don't want to be the sambalats around you who will keep discouraging you. So it's unfortunate not all the friends that you have now will go forward with you. It could be an attitude that you have. You have to let go of some nasty attitude. It could be the hurts that you have been through in the past. It could be your faults, your weaknesses. It has happened. Let it go. You can't recall those things, so just let it be. The disappointments, the failures, the regrets, the challenges. It has happened already. But for how long I'm going to dwell on that mountain? So we have to let go of some of those things. You can't stay down discouraged. You can't remain angry. Let it go for you and I to move to the next level. And you know, not only the bad things are we letting go. Even Apostle Paul, if you look at his resume, the things he had achieved, they were good things, but he realized that there was a goal ahead of him. There was something brighter, something that was just more beautiful than what he had behind. And he realized that it was time for him to let go of those things. So even today, watch if you let go of the past, what God has ahead of you is amazing. Eyes have not seen it. Ears have not heard it. If only you will step out and trust the almighty God. So again, tell your neighbor that your next level will be amazing. If only you will let go of your past. And for you, he has promised you and I the keys of the kingdom. Until you let go of that past and you claim the keys of the kingdom, there, there's no way you can function. Because the keys of the kingdom in your hands, you have to now decide what's this key for. That what do I want to do with the key that the almighty God has given to me? But for as long as you keep on looking back, there's no way you can move forward. So by the grace of God, I pray we'll let go 
of the past will not stay discouraged as we keep going forward in that journey that we have achieved. Verse 14 of our text very quickly. Verse 14, and I'll read that again. It says, I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. One transition says, I keep running hard towards the finish line. Paul wasn't just running or pressing on. He had a goal. He had a goal. And when um, the Kimbadi was preaching this morning, and he said something, I smiled to myself. And in my notes here, I said, is your next level defined? Pastor Wally has said, yes, this is a season of next level. Is your next level defined? Do you have a goal or any road would take you to that next level? We can't live a life one day at a time. No. Whatever brings, what life brings your way, is that what you're taking? For some of us, our next level is the check we get every two or three weeks. For some of us, I wake up in the morning, I check the weather, I look at my telephone, and I decide that's what I'm doing. Is that your next level? Your next level is more than that. It's one thing for the apostle in the house to say, we are in the next level, but is yours defined? We come in here, we are praying, we are praising, and we begin to wonder how come, how come my prayers are not being answered? Have you defined your next level? Have you defined the goal? Or if you can't even define it, have you made time to ask the Almighty God that what exactly is this next level? As a Christian, what next level do you want to attain in your work with Christ? What are you passionate about? What motivates you? For Paul, his goal, his next level was just to know Christ. That was his passion. That was what he did. All he cared about was just to know Christ. What is driving you to achieve your next level? That's my question for you. What is the next level that you have set for yourself? So that way, we don't just keep on talking to ourselves. What is the next level? Psalm 20 verse 4. Psalm 20 verse 4. I'm wrapping up already. So, media, don't worry. Psalm 20 verse 4. It says, may he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. Do you know what you desire? Or do you have something that you desire? So for your next level, is what says, he will grant you according to your heart's desire. And he will fulfill that purpose in you. But one thing is for you to know exactly where you are going to. And as you plan for that next level, the psalmist says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in man. As you plan your next level, what are you planning it with? It is better to trust in God and believe him than to put your confidence in man because men will fail you. And I pray that as we plan for this next level, we all learn to commit our ways to him. We learn to trust in him because he's the one that will take you an eye higher in Jesus' name. And if you're still wondering that what's that next level 
that I want to go to? What exactly do I desire? Psalm 121 says, I will lift my eyes up to the hills from whence commit my help. Why not ask him? And if you are here discouraged and you find it to let go, his word says his own burden is very, very light. His yoke is easy. That no matter what man has done to you, your father who has said that you should be strong, that is with you, is here in the house this morning and he will help you through in Jesus' name. And as, we, as I go take my seat, ask yourself, what exactly is my next level? Where am I trusting God to take me to? Apostle Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, he was on a journey. He was on a journey. He had done many things in the past. But in chapter 9, when it was time for him to get into his next level, he, I mean, God himself struck him down. And he turned and said, Lord, what would you have me do? So this morning, why not ask God too, that Lord, what exactly would you have me do? And if you don't want to pray for yourself, please pray for me. That God should make it clearer for me what he has called me to do. So church, can we ask the almighty God, that Father, what exactly would you have me do? As a father, that what does he want you to do for your family, for yourself, as you lead them? As a mother, ask this morning, that what is my role? What is my assignment? As a child, ask that what is your assignment? It's one thing for us to have a general thing that theme as a church, next level. But for you as an individual, where is your next level? For you as a family, what is your next level? For you as an individual, what is your next level? Ask God today for clarity. Ask him for direction. And as we are asking the almighty God for these things, if you are not part of the household, it's difficult for you to understand who we're talking about. And perhaps we're so discouraged and you walked away. Just wave to me this morning. My father is in the house. His arms are always open to welcome you back. You are the one who walked away. He's always waiting for you and I to come back to him. Ask him this morning, the Father, reveal my next level to me. Reveal my purpose to me. There was one man that wrote a book. Yes, they say he pastors a big church, but I still believe that God had an assignment for him that he identified, and that's Rick Warren. There was one assignment he knew. That was an assignment that took him to his next level. And that book has even sold more and taken him to places more than he could ever imagine. What is your next level? What is the almighty God telling you? It's more than the job that you go to. It's more than having children. There's an assignment that God Almighty has put in you that you and I, well, maybe we don't, we don't know it, but ask him this morning to open your eyes that you may see. When I say your eyes, beyond the physical eyes, your eyes of understanding that he will reveal to you whatever it's in you this morning, that God himself will reveal your next level to you. It's very personal to you. It's unique to you. It's not general. The Father, breathe upon us and open our eyes. Grant, grant us understanding that we may see beyond the physical. Father, in this journey of next level, my journey 
is different from my brothers, from my sisters. But one thing we ask of you, that you reveal, you open our eyes. When your son asked that, Lord, what would you have me do? You told him exactly what he had to do. Fathers, we ask this day, tell us too what we need to do. Some may not hear now, but as they drive home, as they sleep, as they eat, Father, minister to them, Father. Speak to every one of us. It's a personal walk with our Father. We are all special to you. And we know that you reveal to us that which you have planned for us. And if anybody is here discovering this morning, my Father, you are the Prince of Peace. I ask, oh God, that you breathe upon them a fresh, fresh breath of life, of peace upon any one of us. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise, for we have prayed just precious name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.